On this week's episode of the Peak Sports Talk podcast, we break down Gronk's retirement, the new onside kick proposal, we draft our quarterbacks under 25 that we would like to start for our franchise, we debut a new segment where my co-host could possibly win some lunch on me, we talk about the worst guy in sports, and we give our peak picks. Let's get started. Welcome back to episode three of the Peak Sports Talk podcast. As always, I am your host. My name is Shay, and today we have a new co-host with us. His name is Dominic. He's on Instagram at domsimo98. Hi guys, happy to be on. His first time on a podcast. We're trying to get this rolling. You can always uh, look us up on Instagram and Twitter at Peak Sports Talk or on PeakSportsTalk.com. As of today, our podcasts are on Spotify. Uh, Google Podcasts, and by the end of the week, we expect them to be on Apple Podcasts, so please stay tuned to those updates. NFL, starting off, breaking news today from from the league meetings, Rob Gronkowski has retired. Dom, what are your first thoughts off on Rob Gronkowski I announcing mean, he's, he's retired. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Hands down. Definite one of the best tight ends of the all best. time. The best tight end. The best. I think so. I think when you look at a tight end, you want three things. Okay? Pass catching ability. You can make the argument because of his size, because of his ability to catch the ball, he's the best pass catching tight end of all time. Some, some will say Tony Gonzalez. Some will say um, Kellen Winslow. But I think what separates Rob Gronkowski is his ability in the run game, his run blocking ability. But more importantly, Rob Gronkowski creates mismatches for the defense more than any other tight end in NFL history has. Safeties, safeties aren't big enough. Linebackers aren't fast enough. I mean, you go back and you look at that video of... Uh McCordy coming up to the booth after Gronkowski, like right. Gronk easily had nine inches on him. Correct. And I think, you know, as of right now, he's announced, announcing that he's retiring. But I wouldn't be shocked, and Drew Rosenhaus said something about it today, that if Tom called him, that I would not be surprised if he was back for a playoff run. I mean, I definitely think he's done because his agent came out and said he wanted him to stay in for training camp, and Gronk went and retired. Would you be shocked though? Like, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked because him and Brady are just if he's feeling better. If he's feeling better and his, and his body is there, I wouldn't be shocked if he came. If he I, mean, came, I wouldn't be shocked if either, he came but back. I think he's done, honestly. Yeah, I mean, there, there's always a possibility. But where do you have him ranked all, all time? Tight ends or in general? All time. I tied it. I mean, him or Gonzalez is the best of all time. I say Gronk. I mean, he had Brady thrown to him, so some people might knock him, but like his pure mismatch ability, his size, like easily the best tight end of all time. But here here's I know in other sports we look at athletes and we knock them if they're if they don't have the championship credentials and, and Gronk clearly has that. Clearly. Tony Gonzalez won one playoff game. I think I think I don't know if that hurts him. I know where he is all time with receptions and touchdowns and things like that are just crazy stats. Gronk will not have that longevity, 
But I think if you look on a per impact basis, I think he's been more impactful at his position all the oh, time. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I mean, Gonzalez was on worse teams, but, I mean, Gronk, he always showed up when it was needed. Correct. I mean, people call them washed up after this season, but you look at the Chiefs game, like, he had the first down, pretty much iced it for the Pats. Not only that, he his last catch as a Pat is the biggest catch of his career, you can make the argument, in the Super Bowl. Definitely. Down the sideline, that set up the game winning, to basically the go-ahead touchdown. In this year's Super Bowl, you know, um, I would not be surprised if he went the route of WWE. I wouldn't be shocked if he went as an actor. I think the only thing that could stop him from going somewhere like WWE would be his back. I don't know if I don't know if he can take that type of beating part time. I'm pretty sure he could. But the guy is incredibly entertaining. How how entertaining would Gronk be in the Monday Night Football booth? He would be good. I, I mean, mean, when you I com- don't know. Well, I, mean, when I you think compare, if anybody when you compare put it to how Pat McAfee in there. I, oh yes, but, I, I, I love I love Pat McAfee, and he did a great. He, I think he should be a broadcaster for someone. Fox put him in the booth week seventeen, and he made what was that? The Packers. It was Packers Lions. He made that game, which was pointless, entertaining. Um, ESPN's making a run at Peyton Manning. That's that's their number one. I don't think they're going to get him, but I'm sure if they throw a bu- bunch of money at him. They could. I think they, they're more than likely, I think they'll probably just stick with a two-man booth with Booger and Tessator, um, which I don't think that's bad. I think Booger did a good job, except now that they got rid of the Boogermobile. I mean, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It blocked a thousand seats. <laughs> it blocked a thousand seats. And it, it was just kind of pointless. At least, I know ESPN's trying, but I think that was just trying a little too hard. I mean, it's not like it was like a good vantage point or anything. It was completely useless. Right. Completely. Abs- absolutely. And as we talk about another topic that came up, the Denver Broncos um, announced a overtime change, or, uh, an, uh, an onside kick change rule. What was that? Fourth today? And fourth, fourth and fifteen. Personally, I think it should be fourth and twenty. I mean, I'd be you down think, for it if it was fourth and twenty. I mean, I, I I'm down for it. Fourth and fifteen, or fourth, fourth and twenty, because it's a more exciting play, mm-hmm. and the success rate is better. And you look at the NFL; their job. And I think the NFL, root, if they root for anyone, they root for the team that's trailing. Mm-hmm. Underdog league, for sure. If, if the game is close at the end and you have that play, you know, that is appealing. That, that is an entertainment value that um, is missing right now. Now, the, the, the only question I have about it is what would it look like if there was a defensive pass interference? Or if there's a defensive holding, is that an automatic first down? Um, and the other team gets the ball. I don't know. I say if there's a defensive pass interference, you make it like a fourth and five. If it's a defensive holding, um, you make it like a fourth and ten. Make it a five. I'm not gonna lie, I never thought of that, but like I mean, because you can't make an you cannot just give because you can't just you cannot just give them an automatic first down. I don't, I don't know if that cuts it. But then on the other hand, if there's an offensive pass interference. Or if you get an offensive holding, you lose your chance. I agree with that. 100%. Like, like right now, onside kick. If you don't go ten yards, you don't get to kick it again. Like, I don't. I think if you get an offensive penalty, you do not get a chance to replay that down and try it again. I mean, I personally would like this because you look at onside kicks now. Like, ninety nine percent of the time, it just goes. You know what's going to gonna happen. Team, yeah. Right. Like most of the time, it goes to the receiving team unless someone makes a huge mistake. That's what's going to happen. So, um, Sweet 16 has been announced. What was your game of the weekend? 
I mean, even though UCF lost, I think they played like one of the best games of the entire weekend because they went head to head with Duke. It was a one point game. That I mean, was every year. There's a team that wins the, wins the championship. It seems like, and they have that one game, that one game where they get lucky, they find a way to win, and and they and they survive, and then they go on their tear. And I think that's Duke this year. Um, what an entertaining game. Now, here's my thing. Taco said before the game that he was not going to let Zion dunk on him. Okay? That's what he said before the game. End of the game, as we all know, Zion dribbles to the basket, goes up. Taco should have let him dunk it. He should have. Let him dunk on you. And here's why. You're up three. Okay? If you don't get that foul, you have the ball and you're up one. And then they're, you're going to inbound, and they're going to foul you, and then you're, going to, you're getting free throws on the other end to extend your lead. This, Taco said, I'm not letting Zion dunk on me. And that mindset created the foul, which created the missed free throw, which R.J. Barrett pushed off clearly and then laid it in. Um, what if LeBron missed that three free throw? I mean, he'd be crucified. Oh, my obviously. gosh, he'd be crucified. <laughs> you know, Think about this. They would forget the fact that he drove to the basket and got fouled because everyone says he's afraid to go to the basket at the end of a game, exactly. even though they didn't watch game one of the finals last year when, when he went to the basket, got an N1. That should have won the game. Um, if LeBron misses that free throw and, say, a couple years ago, Wade gets the rebound and puts it back in, or Love gets the rebound and put it back in, they're on TV talking about that person for MVP. They exactly. Are. They are. And I think that's the... My, the frustration with the LeBron hate I have um, because Zion missed that free throw. So, um, moving forward, as of right now, who is your player of the tournament? Player of the tournament? I mean, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I would still go Zion because he's just, I mean, 32 sure points last game. I think that's, that great, I think that's pretty clear. Logged out 100%. The only. The only guy you can make an argument for, and you can't now that they lost, was Ja Morant. He would, he had that triple double of the first game, had a had a really good start to the game against Florida State, but then kind of faded down the stretch. Um, are there any teams you're looking at that could possibly upset a one right now? I mean, I'm honestly not. Too, I mean, I see Duke like they're gonna pick up the slack now and they're just gonna steamroll. I think the only team that could beat a one. I, I really like this Houston team. I, I like I like the players. I think this week they're they're underdogs against Kentucky. I think they're going to win that game. Stay with us, and as we move forward, we will transition to our next topic on quarterbacks under twenty-five. Welcome back. In our next segment, we're going to open up with a draft style with Dominic and I discussing our quarterbacks under 25. So here's how this is going to work. We're going to each get to select three. It's going to go back and forth, draft style. I'm the home team, so you're the away team. So we're going to let you pick first. And who is your first pick 
to start your franchise quarterback under 25? 100%. I'm a homer. A, a thousand percent even. I'm taking Baker Mayfield 100%. I mean, sure, Pat Mahomes won the MVP. You just, I just won. But I am taking Baker Mayfield. I just won. 100%. No, you did I not. Just, I just won this draft. He's the GOAT. You just, because I wasn't going to take Baker Mayfield. He will plant 32 you flags had, you in every had Patrick, single away You could have had Patrick Mahomes and I'm Baker Mayfield. I'm taking Baker Mayfield. Because I wasn't going to take him. So you, you could have took Mahomes. Okay. Well, and then I, I would have took Baker someone Mayfield else. twice and then. then. You and then. And then you could have got Baker in the second Baker round. Baker three times? I, I Is that get, okay? I, I don't know if you can do that. Right, but you just lost. Oh, Pat Mahomes. He had 50 touchdown passes this year. I mean, Baker Mayfield going to 60 next year. Okay, no way. <laughs> oh, my gosh, no. Baker to OBJ 60 times. I mean, so you go Baker. I go Pat Mahomes. I, I just... I look at, you know, I'm curious what this Kansas City team is going to look like moving forward. They are making a lot of moves in the offseason. But... Um, you got you got to believe in Andy Reid. You got to believe in the fact that if that team, you know, if they get the ball first in overtime, maybe maybe they're the ones that win the Super Bowl. Um, I think that's a legit possibility if if that coin toss goes a different way. Um, I think Pat Mahomes is sitting here as Super Bowl MVP. Um, who's your next one? Your turn. Um, I'm gonna have to take Deshaun Watson. Okay. I mean, he's just. He has that it factor that people love to talk about. He just goes in and balls out. I mean, sure, DeAndre Hopkins helps him a lot, but, I mean, he is just a monster. I don't Besides think... Baker, he's, like, my second favorite young quarterback in the league. I don't think... I, 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 I love Deshaun. I think he. I think he's tremendous. Um, that playoff game hurts. They get a home playoff game hosting, 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 a, hosting know, a divisional yeah. team, and, and they just got bopped. Um I, I think I have to go with the guy who lost the Super Bowl, even though um, there's a lot of speculation on how much impact Sean McVay has. Um, I'm a big Jared Goff fan. I think you know, you're a Jared Goff I mean, fan. I agree, but I mean, he got. I love Jared Goff. He got Bill he Belichick got exposed. He got in the no. He, he didn't get. Exposed. I mean, he didn't. He really got Bill Belichick against the Bears. He got I mean, Bill Belichick. Just, I agree, but at the same time, like they showed in the playoffs, you take away Todd Gurley, you take away his ability to throw the ball. I, I just I think as we look at him, we have to remember he's in his thir- he's in his third year. Um, I don't even count that first year. I look at just his pure ability as a thrower of the football. I think Jared needs to get better as the season fades. I think he starts really hot, but then he needs he needs to get better as the season fades. Um, and and we are. If we really think about it, we're a Jason McCourty pass breakup in that Super Bowl away from Jared Goff possibly being a Super Bowl champion. I mean, I that's, agree 100%. That, that's how close That's how close we are from, from one to the other. All right, bounce back to you, your final pick. I mean, before I pick my final pick, I mean, on that play... Before Jason McCourty broke it up, like he was wide open. Like I he was, mean, he was an wide elite open. quarterback needs to see that. Oh, absolutely! And make that yeah, throw. absolutely. The the throw is late, but I think if you look at someone who you're tar- who you're taking from twenty five and under, I mean, if you look at the people who are left, Jared Goff has to be on that list. I agree. He has to be on that list because the players that are left. Who's your third one? I mean, there's there's options out there. I mean, you could go. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not too sure about that third you, you, one. You got you got to take one. You got 
let's see who's out there. I mean, you could go my man Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky. See, I like Trubisky. He's you know up. He's from Mentor, but at the same, he's not that great. I mean, like if you shut down he played, his ability, he to played throw the ball really well in that playoff game. And that playoff game, they're a double doink away from from moving on. I mean, I agree with you, but I mean, like, you can see that if you take away Trubisky's ability to run. I mean, he had like what six touchdowns in that one game. So, are, are you voiding your final pick? I'm and, gonna and have then, to void my then, final pick. I'm not too then, sure. Can I take Baker Mayfield the second time? You may not. There's there's plenty of guys out there. Look at the look at the guy in New York. Sam Darnold was playing so good down the stretch. You know. 93. You mentioned Sam Darnold, but my final pick is going to have to be another guy in the East. I'm going to have to go with Josh Allen. Okay. I mean, fair like, enough. He runs nine times out of ten, but he has that rocket. I mean, I don't really believe in like project quarterbacks, but um, I mean, he just has that arm that you cannot. I think Josh's problem make is him he's, and Madden. he's not patient enough. I think, I think Josh doesn't wait for a play to develop over time. And I think. Um, I don't think he had, like if you people complain about his accuracy. I think his problem is more him being patient and waiting for it to play to develop and see it. So I win this one. I'm taking Sam Darnold last. I mean, so I Sam get Darnold. look at this. I I get I get Mahomes, Goff, and Darnold. I mean, and you Dar- personally, Darnold, Darnold you personally know was, my opinion about Darnold. Darnold was really good. Trash. No, he's not. <laughs> down the stretch, he was he was playing he's a turnover great. machine. Oh, and Andrew Luck's not. I mean, Andrew Luck is, but at the I'm same time, saying, like, Darnold does not have Luck's arm. He, he does not have Luck's legs. It, he's just nowhere near. Sam, Sam Darnold played extremely well down the stretch for the Jets. I think as we look to transition from this year to next, with a Jets team that will actually have like competent football players on it now, I think you're going to see him improve overall. You know, now does he have the supporting cast that Baker Mayfield has around him? No, but I really like Sam Donald's upside. I, I like his ability to throw the ball. I I like that gunslinger mentality. The fact that you know you trust your arm to put it wherever you want, and I re- I really like it. So I think I win hands down. I mean, I my have, three I have way, my three picks, but my, my three are way better than three. Would have to be Josh Rosen. I mean. He has a good arm. I mean, he got sacked quicker than any quarterback in the NFL. I'm honestly shocked you did not take Rosen over Josh Allen. I mean, I just love Allen's upside. Like, he might be a bust, but I just love the fact that that he just runs. That Arizona Cardinal He hurdled that Vikings linebacker bear. Awful. They were they were terrible. I mean, they were running. That, David that offensive line is terrible. Three plays. That's why I'm. That's why when you look at like, why are they going to go after Kyler Murray? Like. I, I don't see it. That take is garbage. I, I'm not passing. I'm not giving away Josh Rosen for Kyler Murray. You give him no. I mean, I don't think he'll ever be. He'll definitely be Kyler the worst quarterback in the first four. But I Who? think Rosen could be really good. Rosen. You think he's the worst one? I mean, I, I think, think Allen's the worst one. You think Allen? I mean, Allen has I think that r- upside, right, though. Allen right can now, run. Rosen is a pure Right now, you got to go Baker, Darnold, Allen, Rosen. Allen, yeah. You I have agree. to. But if I'm looking at potential and someone I want to start my franchise with, I'm taking Josh Rosen. I think he's a way better thrower of the football than him, by far. So, speaking of Baker Mayfield, it is well known that I am not his biggest fan. Wrongfully. Uh, 
it, his daughter has a Baker Mayfield onesie. Two of them actually. She also has a Marcus Mariota jersey. Only one of them. She. <laughs> that's all she needs. Um, she also was. Her picture was taken with a Titans flag. And that was on the Twitter. Be, the Titans Twitter she, or retweeted. They, they liked it actually. <laughs> they liked it. So that's more than the Browns have done for her. So as I look, you know, I don't really have a. I don't. I don't. Th- it's not like I don't think he's terrible or he can't play. He's just not my type of guy. You can respect that. We all have guys we don't kind of get along with. I mean, I can Dude, agree with Newton that, but at the some, same time, Cam Newton I agree, agree with, with that. Stuff, I love Cam though. I do I too. Love Baker, that I love Cam. But if Cam Newton did some of the stuff that Baker did, if there was like an arrest video, a crotch grab, the thing he did last year on the sidelines, they got fined for. I don't know what it was, but if if. If Cam did that kind of stuff, I mean... He'd be crucified. I oh my agree gosh, 100%. we crucified Cam Newton for putting his towel on his head. Think about that. I mean, I agree with you, but that doesn't take away from Baker as a player. Like, not every player but also, has to be a robot this in is interviews. A, this know? is a league... I'm not saying he has to be a robot. This is a league where, as there's more film out there... I mean, you got to think. The kid basically play, played, played in, in two different offenses last year. Okay? There's more film on him now... Those six games against AFC North opponents, they're going to have a lot more time to now, sit while that and, is and evaluate true, Baker. I mean, sophomore slumps are, I mean, essentially. I'm not saying he's going to have a. a so, I'm not going to say he's going to have. I can't, a sophomore slump. I'll look up the stats, but that quarterback that, that, that has Prescott had a positive touchdown well. to interception ratio their rookie year has went and done better. But I'm just saying, year. as we look at, I'm not saying he's technically going to have a sophomore slump. I'm looking at it from the perspective that there's going to be more film out there. And, and now that they're not a last place team, they're not going to be playing a last place schedule. So, I mean, though the Browns went 7-8-1, I mean, they had I, – I mean, I hate when people say it because they lost all the good teams. But they did have one of the hardest strength of schedules in the NFL. Correct. Absolutely. But as we look at that team, I mean – Freddie Kitchens is unproven. That's you got to give me that. I mean, you, I will you, give no one, that. No one knows what he's going to be. I as don't. Head coach. I mean, Kitchen. I think Kitchens will be good, but I think he'll be lifted by his talent. Like you, you know, why I he, could throw to OBJ. You, you the know, ghost of Eli Manning. Oh my gosh, having Jarvis OBJ as your number two was now. Having, having twelve hundred yards. This having, season. having Jarvis as your number two. I think you you know who I look for this year with the addition of OBJ to have a. Better year. Antonio Callaway? David Njoku. You think? I agree 100%. I think, I think David Njoku is the guy that's gonna, that is, will have the most benefit from Odell being there. I agree. Um, I mean, he I, I think, dudes. I think he I think he is the sef- second toughest matchup now. I think last year, I think he was incredibly hard to guard. Jarvis is what he is. I think he's a great number two. He's a great possession receiver. But I think, I think David Njoku will benefit the most. Um, from from the uh, Cleveland Dorseys. Well, I agree with that. I think Antonio Callaway is just going to go off next season. I mean, he's going to get the third best cornerback, and he just he has that speed. And down the stretch, he didn't drop any passes. Oh man, is he going to get the? Is he gonna I get mean, the if herbs we get again? talking about the, the Bra- if we get talking about the Browns' talent, I'm just going to go on all day. So we should move. Well, on we we know. Well, we know. That's the thing. We know there's talent all over the roster. That's why. The expectations in Cleveland are, for the first time ever in a long, not ever, long time, they're expected to win the division. They are the most stable team. 
They're the most stable team in the division, by far. And how does that team, with all that young talent, rebound and come back and capture that again? I think I think it's interesting. I don't think Baker's terrible, so um, I'm, off, goat, I'm off so. that. I'm no, no. Hall of Famer already. First ballot. Give, give him his first jacket. Ballot. You know what? He, he should just drive down the Canton, stroll on in, and they should just give it to him right then there. I mean, I'm give, glad you give, agree with give me. That's jacket. what I think, too. Give him his jacket, because, you know, I mean, by far, he is the greatest rookie quarterback ever. Yeah. I mean, to ever play. So, as we, trans- as we transition to our next segment, I'm really looking forward to this one. This one is, Dami doesn't know. So That's false. L- <laughs> the tri- go forward tri- and say that. Trivia question. Here's how it works. Five questions. If Dom gets three out of five correct... I will cash app him $7 so he can buy himself lunch tomorrow. $7. I'm going to eat some great lunch tomorrow. I, I mean, wait. there's a lot of options available for $7. I cannot wait. Go to McDonald's. I can go to wait. Seven McChickens. You go to Chipotle as long as you get a chicken bowl with nothing else. I, I think sure. $7, I think seven dollars is fair. Let's lame on me. Okay, number question one. number one. Let's see if you can get it right. Now, there are there is no theme to this. These are all... Random, random. All now, all do right. you want to start easier to hard? I mean, lay them on me, random. Okay, here we go. What college did James Harden attend? James Harden attended. Uh, it was an SEC college. Maybe. If I'm wrong with the SEC, just cut it out now. Oh, it's wrong. That's an L. All right. <laughs> uh, once you say it, I'm a no. Uh, Arizona State. I did not know that. that that's All a right. tough one. All right, let's let's move on to our next one. <laughs> Over one, one fifth. What college did Steph Curry attend? Steph Curry attended. I know it wasn't like a. It's not yeah, a big school. It's not a big school at all. No. And he was an anomaly coming out of the draft. No one expected him to do anything. I'm not gonna lie to you, Shay. You're picking my weakness. Yeah. I don't know college basketball too much. Uh, uh, Davidson. I was gonna say that. He had that you big in two more seconds. His junior year, he had that big NCAA tournament run. Um, here we go. Which player has the most receptions all time by a tight end? By a tight end? By a tight end. Most receptions all time by a tight end. Um, I mean, Gonzalez. There, we just there it is. About this. Bing, 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 bing. Do you know where he ranks all time among all players? I think, I mean, I remember seeing that Larry is the second closest to Rice. I think he's top five. I mean, second, I'm, he's second, second all-time receptions. You know what? This is going to be good. I, I think you're going to get this. Then. We got two more. You got to get both of them right. All right, let's go. Give me that. What lunch. NBA player has most points all time? It's not LeBron. No. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's Kareem either because I believe LeBron passed him. I'm gonna go Kareem. Just again. Correct. Chuck that's that's corner up. Whoa. Half court boy. Switch. I don't think it's Kareem. And then he says it's I'll Kareem. I'll just lean you All right. off. Final question. You get this All right. right. Give me that lunch. Give me you that ten dollars. You get this right. I'll catch you know what? I'll round it up. I'll go to ten. I'll cash out you ten dollars oh, for lunch. Man, I'm gonna choke under this pressure. <laughs> this is big pressure. What rookie QB has the most passing yards in a rookie season? Most passing oh, yards shit. by a rookie QB. I mean, I think it's luck. I'm not going to say luck yet. I'm going to read that reaction in your face. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm just going to check. Andrew Luck? You just won yourself. You just won yourself lunch, man. Congratulations. That's impressive. 
I'll have to make them a little tougher next week. All right. Cash out so, Dom Simon. As we transition to our our final our final couple segments that we have here. You know, I was I was listening to um, I was reading online and it was like Thursday and Friday. Every other tweet was my bracket's busted. My bracket's busted. Oh my God, bracket guy's the worst. And then, and then I went all the way. And then I went all the way to work. And again, how's your bracket? Oh, it's busted. Okay. All right. Guess what? Everyone is. No one cares. No one cares if your bracket's oh, busted. Oh, 100%. Because guess what? Everyone I go else out is... to the bar to run mm-hmm. food. My bracket's busted. And I busted. look at the game and they're like, oh, how's your bracket? Oh, like everyone's like, busted. I don't like, care. Like, no, no one's everyone's busted. busted. No one's bracket is good. Correct. Gamble no, like the rest of us. No one, no one's bracket is good. So, who is worse than bracket guy? I got a couple that might be. Okay, you I'm know, gonna I'm gonna have to before you go. I'm gonna have to lay this out. No one is worse than bracket guy. Bracket guy doesn't know sports. You'll go and you'll look at the TV and they'll be like, "Oh, my bracket's busted." Bracket's your pool guy. He he he's gets my, on his app. He's, he's not like, even a sports. He guy. looks at his bracket and said, "Oh, that one's red. Oh, my bracket's busted." Houston or someone else blew it. My man goes back yelling. Oh shit! Like, oh my bracket's looking great. Like nobody gives a shit. No one cares. All of our brackets. No one cares. No one cares. I got a good one for you. Somebody think. I was their guy. Like you're talking sports with someone. Now I do. I don't like. like Oh, I was there. I was there. My grandpa makes me a little biased on that. He was at Red Right '88. He was at the drive. He was at the fumble. That's different. I was there. Guy is nowhere near as bad as Bracket Guy because at least I was there. Guy can be like he can name details. Bracket Guy he doesn't know shit. I'm talking like like I was there. Guy but wasn't like. Really attentive to the actual game. Guy. So, are you saying like a guy who was watching the game was like, "Oh, I was watching when Baker broke the rookie touchdown record," like on TV? Maybe like now I was there in person. Bad, that guy's bad. I am ironing it in that bracket guy's the worst sports guy of all. Right, time. Okay, hundred percent. I'm just trying to throw out options that throw are out. close. MJ is the best guy. Now, let me tell you why. Only if he uses this excuse. And, it's, and they keep, he keeps saying it. And it's his only argument. MJ has six rings. I mean, while I'm MJ a, I am a huge Cleveland guy, I love LeBron. But wait. But MJ is, MJ is the best guy, is nowhere near the worst. MJ six for six. No, no. no. What makes him the worst is that he just keeps saying six for six. He just talks about the championships no matter. He doesn't mention anything else. I'll agree with you. I, I mean, I'd put that in top six for ten six. and worst. Bracket guy is bracket guys the worst. 100%. But I'm just trying to throw out options of who is the worst sports fan of of the of the whole now i have to give my thing. honorable mention to your i agree with bracket 100 percent. i have to go with with any fan who's in a sports bar and they'll try to start like an ohio chan or anything like that like i hate that and then it anything. doesn't stick yeah like i mean i can't tell you how many games i've watched where some random fan will be like, "Here we go, Brownies! Here we go!" Like it's not you're at a sports bar. You're not Face there. Paint Calm guy. down. I he's he's if you're a grown, grown man. Custom Jersey guy is definitely worse custom than Jersey guys guy. up there too. Like when it has like husband and wife. No, <laughs> no, you can't do that. The like, worst. Like and it has their anniversary date on it. Oh like my one's God. like 1982. Husband, wife. Oh no, my God. I you remember can't do that. 
one game during the 0-16 Brown season, I saw this guy with a 69 on his jersey, yep. and his name was Big Dog. <laughs> yeah, and he like, broke a branch on the tree. I think there's a there's an age that it comes to wearing a jersey that ten you years can't old. wear anymore. You cannot wear a custom jersey if you're past 10 years old. I'm, I'm you talking should get about, roasted relentlessly. I'm, I'm 26. I can't wear another guy's jersey anymore. Not Are you allowed. talking to a football game? Yeah, I'm not allowed. See, I think if you're at the game, that is the exception. I think you're I gotta be like to rock I, I think I gotta be like Titans hoodie now, Titans flannel or something like that. I gotta disagree with you. I mean, I can't. No. You can't wear a jersey if you're I can't like wear going out man's, to. Di- I saw a dude can't wear another man's jersey Favre no more. jersey at Olive Garden. Like that is the worst of all you time. Yeah, but correct. You, I mean, if you're at the game, that is the one exception. But, if you're at the game, but if like you're it's, partying, an, it's if another you're guy. Out, it's another guy, but if you're out, and especially like, if he's younger than you, like like you're Baker fine because Baker's older than you. Than me, so. Baker's older than you, so you're good. But like, I can't I can't go and get a, a guy's jersey who's younger than me. Like that, I I can't wear his jersey. Like I I think there are age limits. Like if you're a kid, you can wear as much jerseys as you want. Okay, and as a kid, you can wear other people's jerseys. You can you can be a you can have a you can have an Odell jersey. You got a Tom Brady jersey. I think when you get to like 14, 15, by that point, maybe even earlier, you got to pick a side. You can't be flip-floppy guy. Oh, no. you're talking about like star player jerseys? Yeah. Oh, like kids, I hate those more than anything. Kids do them I all the time. I think if you're, if you're a team's fan, like, I mean, you're a Titans fan, I think you can rock a Mariota jersey to a game. If you're going to watch it, that's fine. But if you're like 15 and you're a Packers fan See, and you're wearing like an Odell jersey, I just think because I mean, I'm 26, I can't do it anymore. I think I'm I'm getting too old. I have a kid now. I can't wear it. I can't wear another man's jersey. I mean, I agree with and you. you. Also, if you're, can't if put you're your wearing name. it out to Kroger to pick up now, baby food, if like, you okay, if you know him personally or you're related to him. See, I gotta say that's even worse because if I went to school with a guy and he's a player now and I'm wearing his. Last name on my back. That's see, you're wearing another man's last name on your back. See, I don't know him though. That's a that, that's still weird. <laughs> that's like, an exception. It's, it's 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 not. All right, as we wrap things up today, we're going to close it up with our peak picks of the day. So uh, we have our peak picks for this week, um, and I'm going to jump out. I have three today. Okay, for this week in college basketball, you can tell me what you think. Here's my first one: FSU plus seven and a half. Against Gonzaga, I think, I think Gonzaga, Gonzaga hasn't had that game yet. They've kind of been cruising every year, every single year. Gonzaga does this. They make you a believer. They make you think this is the year, and then they find a way to let you down. I don't bet teams. I bet points. I like getting seven and a half with FSU having all that time off. After a big win um, against Murray State, I mean, I don't hate that pick. I'm more of a, I mean, when you're betting March Madness, you definitely have to go first half, second half, because like seven and a half, that's a lot of points. I mean, Gonzaga could go off at the very end. You know how it goes. A dude makes a half court three, but so could, and then they win by eight points. But so know? could FSU. I mean, that could happen in any game. Like I'm just looking at the from 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 the perspective of the points. Um, my next one, UNC. Minus four and a half. I don't they, hate that. They have been playing extremely well. At all. They've been playing I like extremely UNC. well. Um, I think Auburn had a huge win. They blew out Kansas. 
one of the, one of the biggest wins. Don't have enough in, left in, in, a, in a long I agree, time. 100%. And I I think that the UNC team is, is going to have too much talent, and they're going to pull away. And my last one, Houston plus three against Kentucky. I love Kentucky, that. That's one of my picks actually. I love that. Houston has been playing extremely well in Kentucky. Entire Kentucky, they barely barely covered against Wofford. And they did not look very good. I agree, 100. And so that was one I of think picks. I think Houston plus three is is a is the is the way to go. Let me let's. So you have Houston plus three as well. Yeah. Well, you stole that from me. I'm gonna have to go with. I love Michigan minus two. Because I mean they played very well in this tourney. Texas Tech. I mean they didn't. They won, but I don't think they played that great last week. I mean, I love Michigan right there. Texas Tech. I thought they they looked good. I don't know, man. Fifty-one percent of the money's on Michigan. Michigan, they have a they are a team that they drag it out. They have the fewest possessions of any of any Division One team, and they they make their possessions count. What it, so? What you have to do is against Michigan. If that's the type of ball game you're going to play, you want to try to maximize your possessions. So if Texas Tech can get on the offensive glass and they can out-rebound them, I think that translates to extra possessions for them. Um, but, you know, if I was going to pick that game, I, would, I think I would pick Michigan minus two. They're the better team. Um, I, mean, it's, I mean, Michigan is so much more talented than Buffalo. And, I mean, Texas Tech won by 20 points. I mean, oh, I, I just don't know. So it's that theory. It's that theory, 100%. <laughs> Buffalo, I mean, they're – they're good, but they're nowhere near where Michigan is. I think Michigan is just going to roll on that game. So right. I love the spread on that. And your next one. I mean, you stole mine, so. So you I got mean, two. You give me one more. Got to look here. While you're looking one. at that one, I'm going to give one pick tonight that I absolutely love. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I think as the NBA season fades, um, I look at teams that are playing well. I look at teams that are um, getting a lot of points, and I like Brooklyn tonight at Portland plus six. I like I, 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 mean, I like the point. I like, I like the that. points that they're getting. I like. Um, I, I did. I just think that's that's too many points to give to a Brooklyn team that's playing pretty well. Um, one that is tempting because it's so late in the season is Phoenix plus fifteen. Phoenix is terrible. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to put up a thousand points, but yeah, they're they're, not they're bad. They never do. And they're at Utah, and I know, and Utah's okay. Um, that's just that's just a lot of points. So that's another one that I kind of like. Um, do you have your final pick? Yeah, um, since we're going NBA, I would have to go. I would take the um, uh, where they. Go? I would take the Bulls plus fourteen against the Raptors because I mean the Raptors aren't gonna be trying to dog out that much it's and just, it's the end it's, of the season. You know, it's the just playoffs are coming. That's a lot of points. It's just, it's for just, an end of the season meaningless it's just, it's game. Just, it's just one of those things. It's a lot of points, you know? As you look at games and you you ask yourself, in the season, Toronto's coming off a big loss that when they lost at a half court buzzer beater. Uh, it's just a lot of points to give up. Now, my honorable mention on this, because that is another lot of point one like yours, I would have to go with the Wizards plus two. Because, I mean, LeBron, is he even playing anymore for the Lakers? He just at this had a triple-double last night. Did he? 29-11-11. They're still playing him? Yeah. Well, they, they I'm, still, I'm still taking the Wizards plus two. Come on, man. The goat I'm don't, still the goat. taking the Wizards plus two. 
That's a harder one. I don't know, I mean, man. That's 40% chance to win, but I like that a lot. You, Wizards plus two. I might have to unretire. I might have to unretire and put my 401k <laughs> on the Lakers, who have cost me lost me more money this year than any other team. I mean, if you want to unretire, give the money to me because I've been on a tear. <laughs> you have been. I, I could pick any team this weekend. You're like at like 65%. It's I want you to bookmark crazy. that on the next show. I guarantee. Or I'm going to Venmo you that $10 back that the Wizards are going to cover. No. Guarantee. Guarantee. Tomorrow. Shake on. On, shake on it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining our peak, pick, our peak Pick segment. And thank you for joining us for the Peak Sports Talk podcast. We will see you back next week. Next week. With our podcast out. Should be on Spotify and it's on Spotify. We'll be on Apple Podcasts by then. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Peak Sports Talk or go to our website, peaksportstalk.com. Have a good night. Have a good night.